0: Yo, what is good? This is Michael Waves, and welcome back to Waves Radio. This is episode three. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. This episode, I sit down with an artist friend of mine. He goes by the name Charles Infamous. We talk about life as an independent musician, and he was just on NBC's Songland. So we talk about his experience on there. Appreciate you tuning in. You're in for a dope combo. Yeah. Yo, what up? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you?
1: Good. Just got home
0: yeah so you're at the beach right
1: yeah i'm burnt i don't know if you notice i'm I was gonna real say
0: yeah you got like a your face is fucking red as shit yeah yep enjoy it man enjoy yeah. it. You gotta clear your mind a little bit so dude i know that all too well um all right so we got you in here that's good thank god i appreciate everybody hopping in um so this is waves wednesday episode three i'm super excited about this one um Got the good homie Charles Infamous in here. Um, if anybody that's in the live right now doesn't know who he is, um, number one, you need to check him out, shoot him a follow, follow, excuse me, and check his music out as soon as possible. Um, one of the dopest rappers that I've encountered in a long time, if ever, um, in terms of fucking just rap. like rapping in the pocket, man. Like you are, I feel like you probably talk in the pocket. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he makes um, extremely, extremely great music. He is from where I am from, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, I think he grew up in Lancaster. I'm from, like, 30 minutes from here in Lebanon, but have lived in Lancaster for, like, 10 years. Um, but, yeah, so he's a hip-hop artist from Lancaster. Please check him out. Please check his music out. Um, he just dropped a new single, Jukebox. That was on NBC's Songland, which is probably just fucking awesome hearing that, that your song
1: from NBC's it Songland. It is. It's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah.
0: So, anyways, uh, just a little intro there. This is episode three. Charles Infamous. Check him out. Phenomenal music. Um, excited to have you on, man. I'd like first off, I just appreciate you taking the time to to sit for around it. and have a conversation with me.
1: No problem, man. Like, thanks for having me on, for real.
0: Dude, of course, man. Of course. Um, so, if, I guess first off, like, how is your how's your quarantine been?
1: Uh it's been really uh, productive to say it. i mean obviously it sucks it's quarantine mm-hmm. but um i've just been making music and when i'm not making a song i'm making a beat And when i'm not making a beat i'm mastering one of my songs when i'm not mastering one of my songs i'm making the cover art for one of my songs so I've just been okay. like
0: yo uh, you're a one-stop shop
1: you have to be nowadays i know you are too so
0: yeah, somewhat. I mean, not as much as you were rattling all those off. I was almost like beating myself up mentally. I'm like, damn, it, I need to start like messing around with like Adobe damn it, I need to like start fucking with Photoshop. Because <laughs> you, you got it all over. Oh, That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And I see you're kind of you're, you're living in the room studio right now. Right. I
1: see the pads on. the Yes. Wall. Yes. This is the place where it all happens.
0: Hell yeah. That's amazing. And that's, that's like your bedroom, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You, where do that? Where do that you literally live in the studio, man. I respect Absolutely. it. Absolutely. What's your, do you, do you, um, where do you record actually?
1: Question yeah, great question.
0: Um, a lot of people like have no idea. Um, so I record, so where, where in Lancaster do you live? Like, you don't need to give
1: me like the fucking coordinates, but. Well, now I live in what I call the ends. <laughs> And ends, yeah, so that ends, yeah. ends. But um, obviously, I lived in Millersville for four years. But yep. uh, near We're Africa. Out here. We're repping out here, you know? Yes.
0: Do you, yeah. do you have one okay, of these? Yeah. This is the uh, intramural champion t shirt. So I guess that's like a subtle, pathetic flex that I was on an intramural
1: championship <laughs> athletic team. That, that, is, that is a flex, though. My girl has one of those shirts. Oh, yeah? Her basketball team. Nice and uh, and S S O H B. He got one of those too. Okay, <laughs> so word. So what, too. Where in Lancaster do you
0: live now? So that you're not in Millersville. Are you still in Lancaster?
1: Yeah, I'm still in Lancaster County. I'm over by Effordah.
0: Oh, by Effordah. So, okay, so I'm in I'm yeah. in Littles. So actually, we're probably not far from each other.
1: Yeah, that's like a short little drive up 222.
0: <laughs> yep, you got it, man. People are gonna right. are showing up. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so we're not far from each other. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so where we? Oh, so where where I record? So I met um one of my best friends. His name's Eric at Millersville. Actually, what what uh? I'm just gonna start asking you random questions about college since we went to the same college. What uh? What dorm did you stay in the dorms at all?
1: I stayed in South Suites for one year, and then I was like, I can't do this. I gotta live in an apartment. You live in like wellness departments or you live like all I areas? lived in Brookwood for two years and then I lived in Cartledge for the last year of my college. Okay. My, oh my fiance lived in uh Cartilage for a year. Um
0: did you live in did you live in the old Brookwood or the new Brookwood? Or was it all new when you were there?
1: It was all new. Like See that I'm, I'm showing my age <laughs> so my mom my mom went to Millersville too. She's a she's an education major like you. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not yeah. a music major. I wasn't a music major at all. Yeah, see, me either. I
0: didn't yeah. – I'm not, like, classically trained in really anything at all. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I record. So I met my friend Eric at Millersville. Um, he lives over oh, – man, if you know – you know where they put the new sheets in over by Millersville? Yeah. He lives right over there off uh, Wabank Road, off of Wabank yeah. Road, if you're familiar with that. So he – he uh, we built a home studio in his basement. Um a while back. So I record there, but now that like since I haven't been able to see him for like several sure. months now, which is crazy to even think we've been in quarantine for like numerous months. Um, I like bought actually like I think you texted me or like we messaged about like the yeah. money that I had. So I bought like some, you know, just beginner level equipment and started teaching myself. So um just to be able to try to keep the workflow going so I'm not like out of the studio. My entire don't crash was
1: recorded on that my it's album amazing yeah, here, i'm gonna tell you like it's I'm, I'm same shit bro right there it is hey, hey, you got the new version I is it black yeah the black okay we focus All right is, listen we're gonna need that focus right sponsor one day i know to be able to plug it in uh right. but
0: yeah so that's i've been doing like I've, I've done a couple records where i just kind of like I don't do any production stuff, but I just did vocals for like a couple of producers and stuff, but I just did it out of here. So I was able to teach myself, which I was happy about. So I knew how to do. Good, that. Right? Yeah, dude, it feels great, actually. Like, it's like, I'm like, I
1: have fucking self-worth now, but, uh, I mean, you did before then you had a lot of, have a lot of good music. so
0: I appreciate it, man. Likewise. So Perfect. where, I, I mean, just, I don't know, like taking things back to the beginning, like, um, especially, I think it's going to be really cool, like, as you kind of, like, tell your story about where things started with you. I think we have a lot of parallels, just being from the same area. Like, we know, you know, the music venues, we went to the same college and stuff like that. Sure. Um, it'll be cool to hear about, I guess, where things started with, for you and, like, influences and stuff like that. Because we're not, how, how old are you? We're, like, we're not too far each other,
1: far from each other. I'm, uh, I'm 23. just here, so, 23.
0: You're 23, so I'm 29. So it's like, we're not <laughs> super far, but yeah, um, it'll be cool to see some of the parallels. But, like, where... Where did music start for you? Was it like, you know, high school, before high school, college? Like, where did like writing down lyrics, writing songs, creating music, whether it's production, songs,
1: whatever, where else did that start for you? I think I started, like, I had FL when I was like 13. Yeah. So this kid at my school, like, he was like crazy music nerd, computer nerd, super nice guy. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, like, I saw, like, Soldier Boy make a beat on FL, like, when I was, like, 13. And I was like, yo, I want to try this shit out. Like, I I think I can do this. And uh, I was just a huge hip-hop, like, hip-hop fan in middle school. Like, just, you know, Drake, Wayne, Lupe, um, Kanye, Big Crit. Like, they were all just, like, rotation all day. And Mm -hmm. J. Cole, too. But and he he gave me an FL on my computer. I gave my computer. He gave me FL because I didn't know anything about computers at all. I still really don't. I just know my software. That's it. As soon as I yeah. Leave yeah. the software, I don't know what I'm doing. So, but and I just started like playing around with it and watching YouTube tutorials and like making beats. And I was like producing a lot. And then I put s- tracks up on SoundCloud, YouTube, and people started using them like, everybody started rapping on them. And I was like, "Wow, damn, maybe I could be a producer. And then I started doing the production thing heavy. And then there came a point where I was like, people stopped using my beats. And I was like, maybe my beats aren't as hot as everybody says they are. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yes. I got to college because I was always writing. Like, I always wrote lyrics. But like, I never was like, you know, like, rapping takes like a certain level of like, and just anything singing, rapping, just putting yourself out there takes a certain level of like confidence and like understanding how good you are at something. And it didn't, it it took like I was 18 in college to like really get like something recorded down. That was like actually good. And people I was with at college because I was just looking for the rappers on campus and uh, SSOHB being one of them. um, I met him and I met Toland, he's a producer of mine, and we just, like, they were like, yo, you need to, like, keep rapping, like, what are you doing? Like, you're nice with the lyrics. I'm like, I'm always writing, I just don't know, like, how I'm how i going to sound on the beat yeah. or something.
0: what to do with it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then, like, a year goes by, and then I'm, like, starting to drop stuff on SoundCloud regularly, and, like, really adapt to, like, what's going on sonically, so, just because... You know 2015 and 2016 is kind of like the years where i was like they were the growth years yeah so i have like i had like and it doesn't seem like it was that far away it wasn't it's like five years ago but like i had like if you're reading this and like crazy rotation that was like a huge like inspiration yeah. to me yeah like when, I, when i started rapping like just as far as like recording goes i was like damn i want to be this nice i want to sound this clean so how can I get my vocals like that, that dope? So. Yeah,
0: absolutely, man. I mean, it's like, it's so funny. Like, I was just like thinking, like, as you were naming projects and like artist names, and, like time periods, like I was thinking, because, you know, like just with our, you know, however, like four or five years apart we are in age, like when you're like, you know, if you're reading, this was in heavy rotation for you. For me, like if we put it on like a Drake timeline, because I feel like that's that could be such like a, I don't know, it's such like you match moments up to like, at least for me, like, I'm a big Drake fan. Like, I'm not, like, I used to be a huge Drake fan. Like You I- like that album? <sighs> See, that's the thing. And, like, when you mentioned it, that's the first thing I thought of. I was, like, I never really probably gave that project, like, a huge chance. I was more of, like, I love Take Care. I love, like, I really even, like, Thank Me Later, even though, like, it's a lot of just, like, it's very glossy commercial type, you know, like, it's a label album. But I love, like, Take Care. I love, like... uh even though it's like a bunch of songs that were already out uh, care package like just sure. just slow underwatery like emotional singing type shit
1: i hear that in purple heart a little bit well uh, a lot of i hear the emotional singing part a lot i but. appreciate
0: that but yeah but like when you said if you're reading this i, w- I was putting myself in like chronological drake projects i was like well i'm a few years behind since our age gap like yeah. i'm i'm take i'm more like a take care guy but you're like if if you're reading
1: I feel like I'd be wrong if I said if you're reading this isn't my favorite Drake project. Like yeah. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't. So it's definitely so you, my favorite. You saying
0: that I need to go back and give it like
1: a full like actual chance because yeah. everybody on. discredits it because the whole you know Meek Mill oh, yeah. you know ghost fight. Yeah, Meek, Meek Mill has such a piss poor
0: attempt at trying to like dethrone him, and he just got shit on.
1: Listen, writers need to eat too. That's like songs. That- dude straight up
0: like it's so insane i think that was one of the first times like just like the business of songwriting and like like when that first came out as like a public topic was that time where it's like oh drake doesn't write all his own shit it's like you understand like drake is the biggest artist if not like one of the biggest if not the biggest artists in the world you better believe he has like some of the best songwriters. He, it's like it's a collaboration yeah. thing. Like it's like, you know, sure. I'm sure you collaborated, like you and a couple homies get in the studio and like or get in your room or wherever and you just like bounce ideas off each other. That's the same thing that happens. They're just like some of the best in the world to do. And For it's sure. a business. Like you give a good idea, you contribute this lyric, you get a writing credit. It doesn't mean like you fucking wrote the whole shit. I don't people yeah. just don't they jump to conclusions that people don't understand. Like I feel like also like producers
1: time. too. Producers too get like they get a writing credit. Oh, so oh like, and oh, a lot oh. of people like see that as like like I'll be talking to people and they'll be like, "Well, so and so wrote this." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's T minus. Like he's a producer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: absolutely. Just because we're like in the like in the know about that stuff. Yeah, when you look at the credits and when people are talking shit, like I think in my head, I'm like, "You're a dumbass." This is actually, like you said, like, oh, that's T-minus or this is 40 or this is, like, Louis Bell or, you know, whoever that you know who it's who. Yeah. Um, But, like, who are some of, like, who are some of your biggest influences? I know you rattled off a whole bunch of names earlier just because, like, and I mentioned earlier as well, you rap in the pocket so well. Thank you. And even with that, your melodies are fucking, like, always on point. It's, like, you you have such a good – yeah, of course, man. Like, you have such a good mixture of, like – and, and actually, your song Jukebox is a great example of that. Like, you have such a – and, like, on the show, like, I watched it on Monday. Like, you have such a catchy hook where it sticks in your head. But yeah. then you kind of, like, flawlessly start flowing in the pocket. And it's almost like it's choppy, but it's smooth at the same time. Like, where do you get – where do you get those, like, flavors? Like, what are your influences that created that in your sound?
1: I mean, definitely for, like, song like, Jukebox, like, Biggie is definitely, like, the way i entered the the way i entered the rap like definitely with that type of like that yeah. energy yeah um, but like just going back in time like i definitely like eminem and hove were like big for me like when i was young like super young because like that was the only like rap that i knew of pretty much
0: up until yeah. like middle
1: school i think i got like a uh tony hawk downhill jam like, like PS2 game. And it had, it, it had kick, po- it had kick push in it by Lupe. And I was yes. like, oh, yes. this is wild. This man told a whole story. Like there's other rap. Like, what is this? There's other rap than Eminem and Jay-Z. Like I need to check yeah. this And then I found Friday Night Lights by J. Cole. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I was sold on that. I was sold on uh, So Far Gone. I was sold on... Um, I sold on so much stuff. Lil Wayne. Um, it's just, you know.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it's like all those projects and names, like, they they mean so much to me, too. And, like, that's why, like, when you started rattling off those name projects, like, especially, like, I feel like, I don't know, like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this, but we come from a generation where, like, even though I'm 29 years old, like, we're still kind of in the same phase where, like, the stuff that was like some of the first hip-hop we were exposed to might not have been like the Tupac's and Biggie's and, you know, For uh, sure. it, it was more so like the Drake's, the Kanye is That's like, right. I know, J, you know, obviously, J or like the Big Sean, <laughs> like those are the people I look, when I think of like, okay, when's the first time or even like Ludacris and stuff like that, like when is the first time I really was exposed to hip-hop or like listen to it on rotation, whether it was like at the gym or on the bus or whatever, it was like the Kid Cuddies, the Drakes, the Kanyes, right. the you know, the the early big Sean's like the, the Mac Millers, you know what I mean? It was that type of stuff. And like I can definitely hear the Kid Cuddy with you. No, I appreciate that. Dude, I just love melody. Melody's so fun. Yeah, like, I hear
1: that I don't hear the sound, but I hear the vibe. Like the tone this the the emotional tone that's set that you set on a lot of your music kinda of has the yeah. Cuddy vibe.
0: Oh, I appreciate you realizing that, man. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, dude. I mean, when I listen to those guys, like that's I don't know, you get all like in the feels, you know, so to speak. It's like but you sure. feel a certain way you're really connecting with the music. Um, but yeah, no, that's I just got like a certain as you were rattling off names and projects, I'm like fuck yeah. yeah like me, me too. Yo, me too. Yeah. Um, and I know uh, you know, obviously uh, you're an independent artist and I think you know yeah. you're you're open about yeah. that you know, like you're like trying to like hide behind the curtain of like a secret partnership or something like you're an independent artist. And like, yeah. um, I think that's more. So we're, we're in a generation now where I think almost that's like an aspect of a
1: brand. Like that's part of your brand is being an independent. They're almost artist. like essential now. If Absolutely. you, if you yeah. have, like, I saw you got booking recently. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. That business. was fucking huge. People don't realize yeah. how big it is, but it was. No, hard. that is giant because was, when all damn. this COVID, when all this COVID shit, goes away and you're back to doing shows like that's like after what i saw in december like that's a big move like just to have that booking into your next tour is gonna be wild it's gonna be way more wild than it was like back in december and i thought that was crazy so
0: appreciate that man yeah that was again like that's something like a lot of people i don't know it's just like the normal listener like they think oh like a record deal like it's not you know like for so me, then, when I like I still remember like having like I still remember having conversations with like friends and my fiance and stuff Can you hear me by bit. the way? Okay, word. no it's all good. I saw it was loading there. Can you hear me now?
1: You you back? I'm be- I'm back. Are you back? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay.
0: Instagram man. Um but uh what was I gonna say? Oh, like a lot of like the average listener doesn't necessarily, they they don't necessarily see what some of the actual valuable parts are. Like, you know, when you mentioned like booking, obviously you being an artist and an independent artist, you understand the value of that. Like the average listener, like I remember talking to my fiance and like friends and stuff and they're like, oh, like what what's, what's something you're aiming for by the end of the year or, you know, whatever. I was like, I need a booking agent. You know what, yeah. what I mean? As opposed to like some people be like, oh, we well, want to sell a label, right? It's like, no, no. I, I need a, I need a booking agent so I can get on like festivals and I can get on bigger tours yes. and I can have assistance with booking. You don't,
1: like a lot of people don't understand like how, how freaking great it is to own your catalog. Like to just oh, have a catalog yeah. of music. So like a lot of my friends that have huge catalogs, like Dubby uh, Got Bars, like, he is so—he is, so, is so fucking talented. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. everything he puts out is fire, bro. Everything. And his melodies are nuts. Like I can—I can't hit those notes. <laughs> you were the one who told me
0: what his nickname, Trap Ballion, or is that? What yeah, yeah, called? yeah. That, but that's such a fucking accurate like description of him. Though. It is.
1: It is. He just can float into that pop like realm without being pop. Like it's—it's yeah. it's interesting though. Like he's—he's he's an interesting artist because like. When I'm with him, he like listens to like Dirk and like Fat Trail and like wow, yeah, like a bunch of drill artists and like a lot of Lil Wayne too. Like he doesn't really listen to like the style of music that he um, does, which is like crazy. Because honestly, what can you compare him to? Because I can't. I never can. I'm like I don't know what I, I hear,
0: hear certain like notes that he hits that
1: are like John Bellion-ish, but like. That's the style, though. It's not the same. Oh uh, no, not the at got all. His not at all. Got his own thing, though. Absolutely. Okay. No, he, he's
0: literally like it sounds so cliche to say, but like he's literally created his own sound. Like, absolutely,
1: For real. But that's, how did you meet him initially? Um, oh, that's a long ass story. But um, there's a show in Gettysburg. My fresh, my freshman year of college, this girl lived on our like floor or something. <laughs> And was like she knew me and SSO were making rap music and she was like yo my 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 older brother raps and he has a show tonight in Gettysburg at the Moose Lodge and um y'all should come and like network and shit and I was like word we'll come through yeah (laughs) uh it was kind of crazy so we get there and there's like hella underage drinking happening like it was not like wasn't policed at all like I was drinking, like, and I was like eighteen, and I was like, W was drinking. I don't know what age he was at the time, but like, I came, I came there with like a flash drive of beats because I was just a producer at the time.
0: Yo, that's yo, that's fucking smart as shit, though. Like, you you're yeah. like calculating, man. You're showing up with fucking flash drives and shit. Facts.
1: And then I I talked to him after the show, and that's like how it happened. And then a lot of time went by. And I dropped my album, Don't Crash. And he was like, You were the same kid that gave me beats. Like, he had texted me. I was like, Yo, there's a whole conversation in my phone from 2015. I didn't even know it. Like, in 2018. Well, He's like, This shit's crazy. Like, I knew who you were, but I didn't. I was like, Word, bro. Like, and then I went to Atlanta and worked with him. And yeah, it's been fire since. We got a few insane. more to cut through. So. That's so <laughs> insane.
0: Wow. It's such a fucking small world. Holy shit. For real it is. That's so wild. Dude, when you guys when you guys go, I know you were down at that like um what, you like rented a cabin and basically had like Oh, that was so fire. That I was- I def if if I can fucking finesse an invite, I'm fucking there next sure. time you guys do that. Sure. I would love to do that.
1: Dude, it's it was like so um like every room was a different like song being made at the same time. Yeah. That's so, that's so, that, like, that's so beautiful. That's such I a think beautiful I, I think I'm on like six or seven records, like officially. Like I'm I did like 14, but like obviously like something get finished or whatever. Yeah, yeah they're just ideas and concepts. Yeah, yeah. You just walk into a room like I think you could hit this melody like this. Like I you could do you could spit like this. Like somebody spits. Somebody's making a beat. Somebody like. And wow. it was just great connections. Like, I'm connected with all of them now. So it's, like... That's so cool. That's fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: um, so, like, I, you know, being an independent artist, what are, what are some of the... Like, we mentioned a couple, like, great talking points. Like, what are some of the biggest challenges that you've experienced as an independent artist?
1: Definitely breaking through that um, that glass of, like, between having a career and not, essentially... Sure. Yep, so, and that's what it is for everybody. We're, like, I'm not as, I'm not in a boat alone. You know, we're all like. In- oh yeah, absolutely. So, that's definitely what it is. Like, obviously, I want to, you know, make money, and I want to like, I don't want to go to my day job. Like, you know I mean, what I mean? Me I, either. I put in a hundred percent at my day job, but I'll put in two hundred percent on music. You know what I mean? So that's a, that's a great quote. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that
0: from you and you've reused that cuz that is a great quote. You worded that perfectly. But it's true though.
1: You would do it. you would do it too. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Um it's definitely de- definitely the virus like terrible. The virus is terrible, but it definitely has put my mind in a different different place as far as like I didn't realize how organized I could be with this like w- without having work. Yeah. I've gotten so organized with, like, setting my stuff up. It's not just, like, oh, I'm going to drop a song, like, a month from now or something, two months. Like, we'll put it together and we'll deal with it then. And it's more like, okay, like, here's all the art. For, here's all this. Here's your music laying it out. I think that's just the biggest challenge is just, like, having, not, having it not be your career, like, yet, you know? Yeah. No, like, I, I totally
0: know what you're talking about, man. Like, it's something, I I think one of the biggest things, at least that I've noticed is like when you don't have your nine to five, you're much more mentally freed up. So at at least for me, like I'm mentally freed up to a point where like, you know, where you talked about, like, I'm not just getting a rollout together a few weeks ahead of time of a song. Like I'm making sure like playlist pitching is, is, is good to go week. time. like, if we're like making custom Instagram filter for the song or like, sending yeah. certain people or, you know, registering it with sync or, you know, whatever, you know, all the fucking bullshit that you got to do to just put a song out to get people to hear it.
1: You it's, don't do that if
0: you're at work overtime. Exactly. Not... It's like, it's, it's hard. Like, you know, you get home, you're fucking tired. And like the biggest thing that I've always found, like when you're physically tired, I feel like you're twice mentally tired. So yes. it's, it's tough. It's tough to like, it's just fucking tough to like try to come up with creative ideas, whether yeah, it's songs or like, Thinking of creative rollouts to get people to hear your shit. And like, a lot of people don't realize that. Like it's super tough. I mean, any entrepreneur, you know, I'm sure like can relate to that. But I think when you're an artist, it's different because your creativity and stuff, you have to wait till it hits you. It's not like it's not like, oh, I'm trying to start a business in I don't know, finance or real estate. Like I can sit here and create yeah. creativity isn't usually um isn't like a factor in like some entrepreneurial lanes, but yeah. in, in music it's so tough because like I said, like that busy schedule that nine to five, that fucking like sucks the creativity and energy out of it. And like it, you double down, at least for me, that's something I battled with for a long time. And I feel at the beginning of quarantine when I like didn't have equipment to try to teach myself. And like, I basically was just like, what the fuck am I going to do? Cause I can't
1: afford it. You like, figured it out though.
0: Yeah, the work in progress, but it's like, it's something that I'm sure a lot of artists, like I'm looking through the comments here, by the way, thank you everybody for hopping in and commenting. I try to keep up with what people are saying. If you have any questions, fucking submit those motherfuckers in the the little question square at the bottom and we'll get to those later, but I appreciate everybody hopping in Um, and I see a lot of artists hopping in that I recognize their names and I'm sure they can relate to just like, like you said, like the whirlwind of a regular nine to five or whatever just completely taxes your creativity and inspiration.
1: And For sure. it, can send you, it can send you to like a, a dark place. Sometimes one thing that my job did help with was my drive to work is like 35 minutes. Right. So producers, like I think after I dropped suicide doors and promoting sounds, Yep. yeah, I got put in a producer chat for like a lot of those guys like they've done jerome's track too so i think um, he might
0: be in here i think he just said something yeah he's in here
1: Jerome, oh, where, what's up jerome um yeah so i've been talking to them and this was like before the virus they'd send me beat packs like literally like once every three days i was getting b packs and i was like That's going amazing. in Like on my drive to work, I would like come up with a concept or flow for the song. And by the time I'm like driving back eight hours later, like I had like either like voice recording of it or like something like and then I'd come up with lyrics. And then if when my off day came up, I'd have a song to record on one of the beats. So uh, absolutely.
0: Another like I said, I'm excited to like as we talk, just like think of like match up the parallels. I can I can relate to that like crazy. How many times I've probably been on the way to work at like 6 in the morning and I'm fucking like typing uh, like a hook idea on my yeah, phone. Yeah, you got to get up. Right? You got to get
1: up dumb early. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, yeah, but like, you know, trying to trying to like quick scribble down a hook idea or like yeah. record a voice memo in the parking lot before yeah. I walk in so I don't forget it. And yeah, that's, that's wild.
1: It's crazy shit, man what you gotta do because when it just hits like you gotta just put it down somewhere yeah so I get some type of some type of notion to keep it going
0: absolutely and i and i mean like what just being on the topic of being an independent musician like um what what advice do you have the independent musicians like what are things that you've done that have worked well for you maybe things that you've tried and kind of have fallen on their face? What are some, you know, any independent artists that are in here, like thinking about like, what what moves do I need to make? What can I do to kind of further myself? What would, what, what's your advice for those people?
1: I would say definitely um, don't listen to people who aren't successful independent musicians. So everybody always try to tell you like, to sound like somebody or like, now like people that are like, not people in your circle, just people will like tell you what to do marketing wise and don't have any idea like they've never done any of it, and I'm still new to a lot of that stuff too um, but it's just and also just keep like the pressure on like always and not the pressure on like social media or anything like that that's part of it, but just like the pressure on your craft too just wanting to get better because. It's just important to just have all that stuff not, o- not only lined up, but just applying the pressure as far as like what um, like, how are you going to get better at your craft and how are you going to push the craft? How are you going to, like, what pocket does this song go in? What pocket does, like, you know you know what I'm talking about. I know
0: exactly what you're
1: talking about. Exactly so what you're talking about. It's less of like, just like being a good artist and it's like more of like it's like you're on it with the booking like that's my I, I need to make that my next my next goal but
0: um i'm here to help you with whatever i can too man like, thank you always want to be a resource to anybody that's looking for any type of help wherever
1: but yeah just like it's all kind of like a building thing and you learn more every day about you know how to advertise your music how to what what people are actually listening to versus like what what what's engaging them more like your fans more and how to you know feed that as well as not take away from yourself while that is like definitely a good um good thing for independent to have yeah
0: absolutely i mean i couldn't agree more those are all fucking gems that anybody that's in that lane trying to figure it out i mean i feel like you really need to listen to yourself and really that's it Unless you have somebody else, like you said, like in your circle that, you know, maybe you have somebody, a producer that you came up with or anything like that. Because um, I know you kind of have like, you almost have like a collective of dudes that, that, you're, always, you, that you're always kind of working with. Absolutely. And Amazing
1: collective. W- say again, what's it called? Amazing collective. Amazing collective. There we go. Plug it in, man. I mean, that's kind of, we're kind of like, dumb for not starting it like earlier out the gate, but um, we got an Instagram page now. We're just trying to like, Get it up and running as far as like we're all making hella music together. We've had like hella meetups and stuff. That's amazing. So we're, Literally, we're that's not, amazing. There we go. I just Yeah. Fun of, no pun intended. That's amazing. Facts. <laughs> it's our it's the name is actually our acronym for us. Uh-huh, <laughs> like it, that wow. name.
0: That's crazy. Uh,
1: Michael plug, uh, plug in the Instagram handle so anybody in here can uh, right. go follow it. It's at Amazing Collective. We only got one post up right now, but we're gonna we're gonna run it up soon. But and I uh, just, one thing
0: I want you to realize too, man, like that is so fucking awesome. Like don't ever, and I know you won't, I just feel, I feel like I need to say it. Like don't ever take that for granted. Having like a, a collective of like-minded people I don't. You can, you can bounce ideas off of, that you continuously work with. I talked about this in, um, I think like the first episode I do this um, and I talk about this with people all the time. Like if you have a group of like-minded people that understand like common goals and have a work ethic that is matching or, or harder than yours, or you have better, they have a better work ethic than you. You can move mountains that way. Like sure. that's the way you you do those monumental things. Is when you have a collective of people. And for me personally, like I never had that. Like coming up, that was probably like just trying to like put myself like kind of turn the clock back and think about some of the things I struggle with like and still struggle with like trying to like come up and make this a full-time career like I never had like and I I talk about this to my fiance all the time. I never had like, when I was feeling down on myself, I never had like that music friend that was as invested in it as I was to say, like, yo, let's, let's, or like, I, I never had that person to get in the studio with that was as amped about like a new song idea as I was. I was always like alone. So it's like, it's so fucking awesome that you have that collective because when I'm sure like there's been plenty of time.
1: I'm thankful but, for it. I'm hella thankful for it. Yeah, dude, that's so, so crazy. Like, we've all like, we all take off in our own like direction too, but we're able to like come back and regroup. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I, if they weren't there pushing me along, like I probably wouldn't have done a lot of things I've done. So that's awesome. Tell me what's whack, what's not, you know what I mean? Where where we can put the song, where we can go with the song type deal.
0: Yeah. and they're in it, so you know their opinions like hold value. It's not like, yes.
1: and it's, not I, like it's, your, it's
0: not like your random friend that's a good friend but doesn't really know anything about music. Yeah. Like not that their opinion doesn't mean anything, but you know, somebody that's in it doing it, like, you know, working on the craft, their opinion is more valuable than, you know, Joe Blow that doesn't really know much about, you know, right. the art of creativity of it. For sure. Yeah. That's that's awesome, man. I mean that's 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 I, I keep wanting to say amazing and then I fucking catch myself. <laughs> But that is amazing. Um, And that that even kind of plays off, like, another piece of advice um, to independent artists. Like, find like-minded people and fucking team up. Um, One of the big things, like, that I always had the mindset of, I'm like, especially, like, you know, we're from the same, like, local scene, so to speak. Yeah. I think a lot of people focus heavily. And, dude, this happens in every local scene. But I feel like a lot of people focus heavy on, like, the competition of it. And it's like, yo, there's enough spots for everybody. Like,
1: for sure. Why, for sure. Are, you, why are
0: you sitting here? Like, oh, uh, I'll
1: never, I'll never compete. Like market, like market wise, because yeah. that's that's literally for everybody. The, like, if I'm in a cipher, it's competitive. You know oh, absolutely. Saying? Yes, like... absolutely.
0: It's like if there's, you know, like if there's, if if I drop a record and like next week an artist I know in the area drops a record, of course I want to fucking blast you out yeah. of the water. Of course. Yeah. However, like, I don't want you to do bad. Like, I'm not going to sit yeah. here and, like, wish ill will on you.
1: For sure. I'm, I'm yeah. the same way.
0: People get caught up in that. I think that's a lot of people, when you talk about, like, getting
1: caught up in your local
0: scene and never leaving, I think they get caught I in
1: stopped. That. I stopped reposting lists. I always get lists. Like, I always get added in lists, in, like, top ten lists or top five. And I'm like – and it's like a Lancaster list. And it's like, yo, y'all are, like, want – like, you just grouped a bunch of ones together. You know what I mean? You grouped yeah. a bunch of great artists in their own pocket, like, together. Like, we didn't yeah. have to make this list at all. And plus, you're leaving out 20 other people that are super dope and have a career, like, yeah. just because, I don't know. I just, I'm over that whole.
0: Yeah, I, th- I feel like it only breeded, it would only breed negativity and the, that type of stuff. I mean, it's always fun. I remember when that was – I don't know how many months ago that was like a phase to like put out a list of your area because I, I remember I found like one list somewhere and I wasn't on it and of course that like fucked up my whole afternoon. Yeah. Like, what,
1: what Why am I not on this list? This is bullshit. And I'm like,
0: why am I even? Why am I even freaking out about something? Oh, yeah. Minuscule.
1: <laughs> you got fans. You got a brand. You're your yeah. own list. That's the way
0: Absolutely. I so. Uh, so I want to get into Songland, man, because this is like. It, sem- it was so cool, um, like I made sure like I rushed home from my parents' house on Monday night or I can't remember where we were, I think we are at my fiance's uh, parents' house. And I was like, well, I want to get home and make sure I watch this. Because yeah. like, you know, you watch like, can you hear me, by the way? I don't know, you got the loading server. Yeah, I hear you now. yeah.
1: yeah I hear you, you know. had
0: the you had the little spinning wheel of death around you. Yeah, I saw okay, that. Word. But uh, yeah, so I said, you know, I'd love to get into talking about Songland stuff um, because it's just such like it's such like a unique thing and it's such a cool experience. Like, I felt like I was living vicariously through you as I was watching you. Um, Can you hear me, by the way?
1: Yeah, I can hear you now. There we
0: go. Sorry. Um, But yeah, so like, it it was something that, it it was really cool to see you up there and like, you know, seeing so many shows like that in the past. Is the audio, the audio is fucking Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's like, all right, word. Well, hey, let me make this short. I'm rambling. And the more I ramble, the more the, the connection gets poor. So I'll make it short and sweet. Um, how, when, because I remember we talked, son of a bitch, I think it's doing it again. Give it some time here. See if it loads back in. My bad. No, you're good, man. I'm pretty sure it's my Wi-Fi. So uh, no worries, man. No big deal. I I figured this stuff would happen. It's not a big deal. How <laughs> no, it is? But uh, so I remember one of the last times I had talked to you, you were telling me that you either had applied to Songland or you were waiting to hear from them. So yeah. like, what, what was that moment like when you found out that you were going to be on Songland? Like, what? Take me through. Like, put me inside your mind. I think and, I like, knew. Most,
1: I think I knew the day like or two before our show. <laughs> in Lancaster that I opened up for you Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I had to keep it all like super duper secret. But it was a, uh, it it was like a year of like waiting around. Not a year. It was like eight months of like waiting around. to Because I had some interviews in the last summer and I was like, whoa, like I got interviewed. My girlfriend asked me to like sign up and my parents did too. And they were like, why are you not on the show? And I was like, Cause like I'm a hip hop artist, like they're not gonna. Wh- why would they pick me like for a pop music show? Like it makes no sense. They're like, you write pop music too. Like what's, what's up with it? Like do this, fill it out. And I filled it out and had an interview like two weeks later. I was like, damn, that's fast. Like I didn't think like, and I took the interview and then I took another interview and then I was waiting around for like a month and I had no idea like what was going on. Anything like that. Yeah, and then in the winter they hit me up and they were just saying, like, they were sending me a bunch of other stuff that I don't think I can talk about. But, um, yeah, I just stayed super low-key about it. And um, January came around and they flew me out to film. And I didn't even tell, I didn't tell anybody that I was, like, after they told me that they picked me, I, like, didn't tell a single soul. I I was literally, like, well, first off, the emails were that they said like don't tell anybody. So I was like it Yeah. Worked. I literally don't wanna, don't wanna ruin it. Don't say shit. Like, yeah. Sorry, like, facts. I literally didn't want to tell anybody. So I didn't for like two weeks and then um I wanted to make sure like I had those plane tickets in my hand. You know what I mean? To like say like this is real, you know what I mean? And I was like when that came along then I obviously told the people very close to me. What was going on? Because I'm gonna be away for like some time. So yeah. How um, long?
0: How long were you out there filming?
1: Just a week, um, a little under a week actually. But that was yeah.
0: probably an awesome week though.
1: Super dope. <laughs> um, I was in Universal Studios, so like that was wow. my first time there, and it wasn't on tour, like on a tour. it. so yeah. it was just so weird to be like part of. <laughs> part of it so definitely That's a whole so
0: cool, man i mean like after all that anticipation like when you finally had the tickets in your hand what did that feel like it was just like
1: accomplishment or like what you know i'm sure there was a, a it felt of- like it was like real like actually gonna happen you know what i mean because yeah. i don't think i don't think the words like you're going to be on song like ever appeared anywhere until like that moment so wow. it was definitely like a crazy moment of like I didn't believe it the whole time. I was like I believe it when I have it. That's like something yeah. I always say. I always say that. That's like always my thing. Like I believe it when I get it. You know what don't, I mean? Like don't get your hopes up. <laughs> yeah, so people much- people gas people gas it up all the time. Like people gas it gas things up. Like you're gonna blow up. You're gonna do this. You, I'm like, listen, but there's a lot of work to be done. Like before that yeah. happens, you know. So, um, I mean, you you probably get the same thing. So it's like a lot of uh not me second guessing myself at all like i felt like after the interview i it was definitely possible but i was definitely like there's definitely a huge probability that i won't be on it so i'm not in <laughs> to thing and so it happens so
0: how how amazing is it though when you like you don't yeah. second guess yourself and you like prove yourself right you know what i mean like that yeah. that's such I can't think of a better feeling than that when you kind of like bet the cards on yourself and you tell yourself, like, I know this is going to happen. And then you kind of like flash forward to having those plane tickets in your hand. You're like, holy fuck. Like, this actually worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And when I saw
1: the, like, the guest names, the guest, when I saw the guest names for the show, I was like immediately, like, in a whole other, like mind state i was like holy cow these are like the best this is better than last season of songland and i didn't like i didn't have tv too that was another thing in the interview i think i said like they were like what did you think of season one and i was like to be honest i didn't watch because i was at college and i don't have cable like we watch netflix <laughs> or who and honestly i don't do either of those things i don't even watch netflix i just make music yeah so yeah. I don't
0: watch TV either. If if I watch anything, it's like musician interviews on YouTube, try to like soak up game,
1: or Joe Rogan podcast, right? Or or Joe Rogan.
0: Like Joe Rogan? I'm, I'm Joe Rogan. Right. I like uh, I like Joe Rogan. Um, there's a podcast called Impact Theory that's really good. You should check that out if you haven't. Um, there's a dude me and my fiance really like and follow. His name's Ed Milette. He's like a, just like one of those like entrepreneurial dudes that like. Is fuck like self made and like fucking hella rich, and then they talk sure. about you know mindsets and stuff like that, uh, you know that they went through to be able to experience success in their fields. But um, you bringing up like the guests that that's actually like there's isn't a more flawless segue into like the next question I have for you. Which which like which songwriter or um, artist or you know you had the panel of people in front of you as you performed jukebox. Who were you most
1: hyped to like get feedback from? Uh, you mean like on the the stage?
0: Yeah. So like it was
1: like Ryan Tedder, Boys oh, to Men, Esther whoa. Jane, yeah. Definitely like, oh, uh, like Boys to Men in general, legends, goats of singing in general. Yeah. But uh, I think I was really looking for that validation from Ryan and Shane or Ryan and uh, Esther because like Esther I told uh I told I had an interview this morning and I talked about that like my middle school iPod has like four it still does to this day has like four or five Esther Dean songs not like not not featuring or written by Esther Dean like Esther Dean you know what I mean her yeah. actual solo music yeah and it's just crazy and also like One Republic like if you weren't if you didn't know who one republic was you know what i mean like i just think it was nuts to be in front of them you know what i mean it's like a crazy uh moment from the past to think like i was on school bus like listening to like you know what i mean dude
0: totally man it's like that that was the biggest thing like when i was watching you perform the song and then getting the feedback i was like man i wonder who like he was most like fucking amped to be like oh shit like Ryan Tedder is about to give his feedback to me. I can't wait to, like, you know, hear what he has to say. Like, for me, Ryan Tedder is, like, in terms of, like, you talk about GOATS, like, songwriters. Dude, I, like, I was telling you. He, he wrote Halo. Like, that's
1: yeah, so crazy. Like,
0: it's insane to, like, <laughs> I, I was I was watching with my fiancé, um, and and I, I don't I can't remember if she, like, didn't know who Ryan Tedder was or whatever, and I was explaining. I was like, well, obviously, he's the lead singer of One Republic. But I was like, I feel like he's he just speaks in, like, Grammy-winning melodies because he just, it's, like, it's insane. it's insane to watch. Like, you know, they do this to every song that, that is presented to them, but, like, the way they
1: kind of workshop on the
0: fly like that, it's insane.
1: Yeah, it is. And that's the thing about the show. Like, they really, I don't know if they make notes beforehand or what, whatnot, but they really be on the fly like that with the melodies. It's that's insane. 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 <laughs> I was literally just talking about that with my sister. I was like, yo, it's crazy to think like Ryan Tedder just like be riffing like that. Like when I'm trying to like find a melody, it's ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's so nice with it. It's crazy. So, yeah.
0: It takes you like hours to come up with the melody that you're like, "All right, this is all right." And then it takes Ryan Tedder like
1: 5 seconds to freestyle a melody yeah. that's
0: better than anything you ever heard. Well no, freestyling
1: that- is Like once once you get a grip of that art of freestyling, like that's the key, really. Like, look at Juice World; he never wrote anything down. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, like, what
0: what do you have planned? Like, you know, twenty twenty obviously has a little bit of an asterisk next to it because of everything that's going on now. Like, what do you have? What do you have planned for the rest of the year?
1: Definitely dropping a lot of music for sure. So, um, I have. Somewhere between twenty and thirty in the tuck and like ten that are um like mastered ready to go right now. So uh a lot of singles. I don't have a project right now, but I'm really focused singles. It's a singles it's a singles game, bro. It's a singles game. For sure, for sure. Definitely is. So yeah, that's pretty much what's going on for right now. Um just trying to build off of that. I think what I have is like um it's definitely, it definitely could be has the potential to be some life changing music. I feel like, so which is, yeah, man. feels good. So, what about I you? Mean,
0: you have, well, I'll get into me in a second. I'm just okay. like, you have such, and I appreciate you asking. By the way, um, you, like you have such an immense amount of momentum right now. I feel like, I mean, have you had momentum like this going forward ever in your career before?
1: Not really. I mean, definitely. Promoting Sounds Cosign was lit. So, um, there's been some other things like in between that. So it's definitely weird. Like sometimes, sometimes it, it, sometimes it gets weird to like look at the, the following count, follower count on IG and you just gotta like let that go because there's so many people that have been supporting me the last few days and I'm like, this is like, this is fucking real. And it's like, so organic. And it's so amazing. And it's so like, I don't know, sometimes like I get, I got a few DMS from people that are like, huge. And I it's frustrating, you know what I mean? Because you're like here and they're like, and you're like, well, how can close this gap? How can you up here close this gap? And Reality is, yeah, yeah. you got to do a lot of the work yourself. Like, yeah, a lot of artists don't realize that. So, can um, you
0: can you hint at a, who any of those magical DMs were? If you wanted, I don't if want to. You wanted, if you want to keep it private, no worries. I just figured I, out I what do I want, want to
1: keep it. it private because one thing might actually go through. So,
0: that's amazing, dude. That's awesome. I mean, it's like that's such an awesome culmination of just like you're making music out of your fucking bedroom, like in a home exactly. studio, like. You know, a a microphone that isn't some like thousand thousands of dollar microphone. Like you're, it's it's as organic as it gets. And when you build that type of momentum organically and have an outside push, and now it leads to like like you said, these people that are huge and established reaching out and like just establishing contact with you. Like if that doesn't show you or you know people that might tune in after I post this, that are I always question
1: like I always question too like how to get. Well, obviously, with Songland, there's some things on how I can get into people's hands, but sometimes I really question, like, where did they hear? Like, you know what I mean? It's really, yeah. like, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have millions of streams yet, you know? And yeah. it's, like, how... He worked, work. Yeah, keep he word, yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely, like, I, it's huge to think, like, your song, somebody vibed with your song that was, like, not of the norm, you know what I mean? Like, somebody outside of, like, just your fans, you know. Yeah. Our whole structure, so. Yeah. That's
0: I- amazing. That's so awesome, man. I'm just I'm like so excited. Like like I said, I don't I don't have a mindset that like there's only so many spots for people, but I'm I'm so excited to watch people that I respect the music that they make and, like, you're, and, you're just a good, like, you're a good dude. you're like, It's, like, you're not an asshole. Like, you're a good dude. It's, like, there's no reason for anybody to, like, wish ill will upon what you're doing. So it's so exciting to, like, not only have the energy of, like, you know, I'm obsessed, just like you are. It's, like, I'm obsessed with the grind of it. I'm obsessed with the business aspect of it and just trying to grow and grow and grow. It's so cool to have that within myself and it's so cool also to, like, watch somebody else like yourself like I said it's like yo we're from basically the same area we went to the same college it's like fuck yeah I want that dude to win like it's it's so cool to watch um and I think that really like it just it breathes life into an area like you know I feel like at least for what I've seen like you know in terms of making posts of you been on songland and stuff like that and, and even just sharing the music before that like there's other artists in the area that have that same mindset where we're all rooting for each other you know like like, Laddie, great guy. Yeah. Like, you know, even though sure. W's from Gettysburg, great guy, where it's like, yeah. we're all rooting for each other. Like, we all big want fact. each other to win. So big it's, fact. it's so cool. And like I said, you know, when you can when you can put a big W in the win column of being on a national televised show, like, fucking Songland, everybody's like, that's our fucking guy. Like, fuck yeah.
1: Absolutely. Dude. Yeah, the amount of, like, I didn't know, how, like, which way it would sway, positive or negative. But, like, it would almost all positive you know I try not to like read comments because like people tell me like don't read comments blah 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 but like it's so it was so overwhelmingly positive like people vibe with what I do and that was like a big moment to like say wow I overthink way too much (laughs) and also just to say like you know just I got to keep working at this, keep getting better because people are going to watch now. So it's,
0: yeah, absolutely. it provides, it helps, it helps provide like a big moment of just all around like pure gratitude for you to feel
1: for sure. For sure.
0: Yeah, man, that, that's awesome. I'm like, and you know, one of the last questions I have for you, um, I know, so you've been, you've been dating the same girl for several years. Am I right?
1: Yeah, uh, a little over two.
0: A little over 2 years. Yeah. Okay. So like what what role cuz like I've been I've been with my fiance for like 10 years um and like she's literally been there since like the ground the level of right? ground level. What's that? The beginning, right? Yeah, like literally the beginning. Like scribbles in a notebook, fucking beginning.
1: That's crazy.
0: And uh like what what type of role does she play in your life in terms of like support um and like you know because doing something like that we're trying to do it can be really taxing on a relationship in terms of like time spent doing this and you know certain choices and priorities like what and we have we have like a minute and 50 seconds so like um before the instagram live goes out um i guess we've been
1: on here for an hour damn um yeah, crazy. but
0: i guess what kind of role does she play
1: she is super supportive and she's always been of it all the time and yeah, she's my best friend, so like it's like Beautiful. Yeah, it's just crazy to think like she she's been rocking with the music, you know, she tells me when stuff's good, you know, and stuff's like she wants me to do this so bad because she knows it makes me happy. So it's like That's the key know? right there, man. Amazing. So, but yeah, she definitely is I'm definitely into the role of like her being like my best friend in all of this, you know what I mean? So
0: Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, we have a minute remaining before the live cuts out. Um, Word. So I, I was worried
1: to it was gonna cut out while I was speaking there. So, oh, sorry.
0: Well, did it cut out?
1: Word. Oh uh, no, it didn't cut out. But I'm saying, okay. Up.
0: Sorry. No. Yeah, we have like 55 seconds remaining, so I guess I was gonna close it out. But uh, there's a little glitch in the uh, the Wi-Fi there. But um, so, in closing here, with we got like 45 seconds before this times out, which is super lame. But because um, I could talk to you for fucking hours. Um, yeah. This is Wade's Wednesday, episode three. This is Charles Infamous, um, a talented artist from Lancaster. Um, he was just on NBC Songland on Monday. Um, as the time ticks out on his IG live, please remember to check him out. Um, check out his music, uh, Stream his stuff on Spotify. I'm extremely talented. Just dropped a new single, Jukebox, that was on Songland. So I appreciate you taking the time to fucking like chop I it just, up. And it's, it's always great to connect. I, I, need, to, I need to text all kind
1: one. words. For real. Appreciate all the kind words about me and my artistry. I feel the same about you. Your your branding and your sound is spectacular. Like People need to see you live. They don't know what's going on.
0: And we got cut off. Um, If you didn't already know, um, these are originally premiered on my Instagram Live. And Instagram Live um, has like an hour time limit, which is super whack. But um, Charles and I could talk for hours, obviously, since we got cut off at um, at the end there on Instagram. But um, super awesome convo. I got a lot out of that. Um, I really enjoyed talking with him, just about his experiences, um, especially things that we can relate on. Um, and he just has such good energy and so talented. So I appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got value out of that conversation. Like I said, I definitely did. Um, please make sure you follow on Spotify. Make sure. You subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. Leave me a nice review if you enjoyed this conversation. Um, just appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.